Shortly after his exile on Earth was rescinded by the Time Lords, the Doctor was busy conducting some maintenance work on his TARDIS. It was early evening in Unit HQ, and he was not anticipating any interruptions. The doctor opened the TARDIS door. Right. Hello. No need to shout, you know. You're looking very smart. Night out with Captain Yates, I suppose. Of course. What do you mean, of course? Well, I told you about it last week and yesterday and this morning. You did? And each time you said you'd use the TARDIS to take us somewhere really special. Uh, I did, did I? Knowing Mike, he's going to give me a real treat by getting you to take us back to the Cavern Club in Liverpool in 1961 to see the Beatles. Ah, well, the thing is, Joe... You're both you see, here. Good stuff. Ready to go. Mike, I was just explaining to Joe that I'd been making some adjustments to the TARDIS. Bad timing, I'm afraid, but I've taken the temporal synchromesh offline and... That's OK. Uh, you could do all your fiddling while we're watching the match. The match? What do you mean, the match? Trent Bridge, 1899. W.G. Grace's last appearance in an international cricket match. Uh, I'm not sure your get-up will go down terribly well in Victorian England, Joe. Uh, they tended to frown on skirts that short. I think Joe was hoping for something a little more contemporary, Mike. But it's W.G. Grace. I brought a cricket ball for him to sign. Mike, you promised. I know. But I was thinking the Cavern Club, it'll be very small and very crowded. Uh, not the best place for us to talk. Uh, I've got a picnic hamper with champagne. Uh, we can always go to the Cavern Club next time. Oh, oh, all right. I suppose it could be fun, as long as you've got sandwiches as well. Only the best for you, Joe. Crab paste and cucumber. Wow, Mike, you really know how to spoil a girl, don't you? Crab paste, bleh. Well, if you're both sure... Thank you for agreeing to take us, Doctor. Then let's get going. There's no present like the time, is there? This should only take a few moments. We'll have to compensate for the lack of temporal synchromesh, of course. It's just like driving a car in manual rather than automatic. Child's play, if you know what you're doing. But does he? Usually. Doctor, are you sure we're not just going to end up on some weird planet dealing with suspicious aliens again? I'm a time lord, Joe, remember? Every day on Earth's like that for me. Very nice. We'll get there. I promise. Normal. I'd be making some modifications. A little updating, a little housekeeping. If we land in the centre of the pitch, halfway through the match, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> Look on the bright side. It'll be much easier getting Grace to sign that cricket ball for you. You'll probably end up bowling it at me instead. 3,000 light years away, and 2,000 years later, in a remote corner of the galaxy, Harmony Station hung in the void like a glittering chandelier. Instead of arriving at Trent Bridge, the TARDIS appeared in a bare, utilitarian hangar-like space within Harmony Station. The metal of the space was painted in pastel shades, and the doorways were ornate arches. 
don't expect us back for a couple of hours. And don't you dare leave without us. Well, dream of it, Joe. This picnic hamper is heavier than a... Oh, no. This isn't Trent Bridge. Not unless the Victorians have a thing for lavender metal walls, which I don't think they do. Uh, did. Doctor! I was hoping you'd invite me along. I met W.G. Grace once, you know. It was when the Medusoids were... Ah, I see we have a problem. You can say that. What was that you said? We'll get you there, I promise. I didn't promise on the first trip. Mike, can I borrow your cricket ball? Artificial gravity. We're on a spaceship. Or a space station. The gravity is close to Earth normal anyway. I must say, I do like the decor. We're in space. You can't be that surprised, surely. We've taken you to other planets before. I know, but this is different. The stars all around us. We're actually in space. I can't believe it. We are, which is all very well and good. But we should probably get back inside the TARDIS right now and leave. Why? We'll be bound to get into trouble the longer we stay. Well, that's what always happens. Yes, that's a fair point. We can't get to where we're going if we don't know where we're setting out from. Well, that didn't work out too well. We knew where we started off from, Unit HQ. Exactly. Look what happened. Now we don't have a clue where we are. Except that they have a good interior designer. Hey, look behind you. On the other side of the TARDIS, they saw several spacecraft of different designs. Some human and some obviously alien. The craft had evidently been parked there and left. Looks like we're in a car park. Of a sort, yes. You know, I... Notification. A spacecraft is approaching Docking Bay 3. Harmony Station Command would be grateful if all observers in Docking Bay 3 could stand close to the doorway, behind the blue line. critical, but that space on the other side of those doors, isn't it? Empty space. Quite right. A total vacuum. More or less. Which raises the obvious question. How can we still be breathing? There's usually a force field or membrane keeping the air in. I know I'm new to all this, but then why bother with those big metal doors? Force fields take energy and membranes degrade over time. It's more efficient to use them only when there's something going in and out. As the approaching spacecraft passed through the space left by the retracting hangar doors, it was surrounded by rippling colors. Ah, it's a membrane. The optical interference effects are a given. That's a very small ship. Bringing his staff car is bigger than that. I think we should move back behind the TARDIS. Whoever's in there might not appreciate our being here. At that very moment, some distance away on the space station, a human named Louis Markel was standing in the station's security suite, a room lined with scanner screens and computer desks. Notification. Arriving spacecraft has completed landing procedures. I suppose we'd better go down and greet him. AI, please notify Lady Guerlain that our useless and pointless security consultant has arrived. Acknowledged. I don't want to be a killjoy, but why don't we just get back in the TARDIS and leave? Don't you want to see who's in that ship, Mike? Not as much as I want to see WG Grace. Oh, Mike, you've got a one-track mind. That's an Earth ship. 
late 27th century, I believe. As soon as the doctor spoke those words, a hatch opened on the side of the spacecraft. A shape was visible through the opening. Please step through the arched doorway into the next room. The doorway contains sensors that will establish your genetic identity. Oh, give me a moment. Still trying to get the kinks out of my back. Please state your name, rank, post, and reason for visiting Harmony Station. Alex Fulton, Lieutenant Commander Space Corps, retired. Independent security consultant, coordinating security arrangements for the wedding of Regent Thala of the Chalmoth Alliance, and Chief Executive Officer Tina Anderson of the Teclan Incorporation. Identity confirmed as Alex Filton, Independent Security Consultant. Arrival security process apparently working to specification? Tick. Please order your three companions to pass through the doorway and have their genetic codes added to the security files. If you do not comply, the docking bay will be sealed and anesthetic gas pumped inside to contain a possible security breach. You have 60 seconds. Uh-oh. Uh, great. Security glitch already. Great big cross. Please rescan. Scan confirmed. There are four humanoids present in Harmony Station Docking Bay 3. State location of unidentified three humans? They are located behind a blue crate located 16 meters in front of the sensor arch in the doorway, leading to the greeting antechamber. You have 45 seconds until security protocols engage. Step out where I can see you. I am armed and licensed to use lethal force. I said we'd get into trouble. Well, it doesn't look as if we've much choice. The Doctor and his companions resignedly stepped out from behind the TARDIS. Good morning, or afternoon. We appear to have accidentally landed on your station and... Identify yourself. There's no need for a disproportionately aggressive response, my dear fellow. We're merely travellers who have ended up in the wrong location. If you'll just allow us to... You have 30 seconds. Identify yourself, or I will fire. Humans! Very well. I am the Doctor, and my friends are Josephine Grant and Captain Michael Yates. You're all under station arrest, pending... Oh. Was that really necessary, Mike? He was pointing a gun at us. Yes, it was necessary. Oh, Mike, I'm sure the Doctor could have talked him round. I couldn't take that chance. You have 15 seconds. Quick, through that doorway. Shouldn't we just head back to the TARDIS? No, I don't know what damage Captain Yates has done to that man with his cricket ball, and I don't intend leaving him there helpless. Right, let me just get him through here. The travellers found themselves in a smaller room lined with cupboards and notices. This room seemed to be reserved for greeting new arrivals. Fortunately for them, it was empty. Please state your names, ranks, posts, and reasons for visiting Harmony Station. The Doctor. No rank. In fact, I rather abhor the things. Assistant to Alex Filson, I suppose. Same purpose as him. Joe Grant, miss. Assistant to the Doctor. Uh, ditto, I suppose. Now you, Mike. This is all taking a bit of time to get used to. Um... Mike Yates, Captain, Assistant to the Doctor, ditto. Identities added to security database. Please proceed to Harmony Station Security Control. 
Mr. Fulton seems to be in reasonably good health, apart from being unconscious. No thanks to that bump on his head. I think we can safely leave him here until he comes round. Right, let's get back to the TARDIS. Access to docking bay is denied for three hours while decontamination process is completed. Oh, great. Just our luck. Ah, we appear to have rather missed our chance. And what do we do now? We'll miss the match at this rate. The match finished 780 years ago, Mike. That's the nature of time travel. We need never turn up late. As long as we do get there. Eh? Well, if it's as risky as Joe says, there's nothing to worry about. All we have to do is stay here until the decontamination process is finished. Without leaving this room? Without getting involved in anything? Oh, come on, Doctor. I know you. That's never going to happen. We're already involved. Let's hope this chap doesn't wake up until we're gone. That's a point. I wonder if he's got any documentation on him that might explain what's going on here. He said something about a marriage. See, Mike? Here we go. The doctor searched Alex Filton's pockets. Ah, that's a bit of luck. He's got some briefing sheets. He must have been swatting up on that flight here. Here, both of you, one sheet each. Give it a quick scan. We'll soon be up to speed. Oh, apparently we're on Harmony Station, a newly constructed space station located in disputed territory between two space-going societies, the, uh, the, the Teklan and the Chalnoff. Yes, according to this one, the Teklan Incorporation is an offshoot of Earth Empire run on business lines. Sounds a bit like Earth, back in the 18th century, where the British monarchy handed India over to the East India Company to run. Very good, Joe. I see a grammar school education really does prepare you for other worlds. Apparently, the Treklan Incorporation controls some 500 planets, which is spread across the territory of several thousand light years, which would all be good, except part of their border butts up against the Chalnoth hegemony. To appear to be a militaristic alien society of about the same size. There have been several territorial and trade disputes going on which are threatening to flare up into armed conflict. According to this, the Earth Empire has arranged a political marriage between the two leaders, Regent Sala of the Chalnoth and Director Tina Anderson of Teklan. A marriage? Ooh, isn't that a bit old-fashioned? It's more like a binding contract that requires them to live together and work together. The idea is that they'll jointly rule both societies. It's the only form of alliance that the Chalnoth will allow. They're apparently a very tradition-bound society. I suppose it's a bit like the marriages between ruling monarchs in the 16th and 17th centuries back home. See, an army captain can have an education too. The station's in neutral territory. That's why it's been chosen for the ceremony. Mr. Filton here is an independent security advisor sent by the Earth Empire to check that there are no issues with sabotage or attack. I can see from this that there are fractions between the Treklan and Corporation who don't want the alliance to occur. It appears to be true of the Chalnoth Alliance as well. Fascinating though it is. How long before we can get back to the TARDIS? This is supposed to be a nice evening out. I warned you, Mike. We're getting involved. Hold your horses. Decontaminating a docking bay isn't like turning a hose on your car, you know. What I want to know... Message for Alex Filton. Harmony Station Security have been notified of your arrival. They ask that you present yourself in the security centre as soon as possible for a briefing. That's rather taunted. Why? I suppose it's because if Mr Filton here doesn't turn up, they'll come looking for him and they'll find us. Exactly. There's only one thing for it. What's that? 
I'll have to pretend to be Mr. Filton until the decontamination is complete. He's already passed through the station security check, so there shouldn't be any need to present identification again. What about us? You two have passed through station security as well, and you've been accepted as members of Mr. Filton's party. I must say, the security here is pretty shoddy. If I were Mr. Filton, I'd make a point of complaining about it. Actually, I have a better idea. Hmm? What's that? Mr. Filton and I are about the same size, and he's wearing a uniform. Even you have to admit, Doctor, your clothes are a bit flashy for a security advisor. Why don't I take his clothes and we leave him tied up in the cupboard so he can't blow our cover? Hmm. I'm not entirely I sure. I think it's a great idea, Joe. Alex Filton. Alex could be a male or a female name. Exactly. But I thought... Oh, don't worry, Doctor. I can pull it off. First, we need to put Mr Filton here into a cupboard, just in case someone comes through or he comes round. Meanwhile, in the Harmony Station security suite, Louis Markell had been delayed by a flamboyantly dressed figure. Once again, Miss Zelrick, I object to having an independent security consultant looking over our shoulders. And once again, I'm not listening. There's no point complaining to me. I'm just arranging the whole thing. Nobody listens to what I want. I can manage security perfectly well. For the Teclan Corporation, yes. I doubt Lady Guerlain would let you run the whole thing by yourself. Lady Guerlain may be a Chalnoth, but she won't want an independent security consultant here any more than I do. Certainly not a human one. Frankly, the last thing I need right now is another person turning up without the properly colour-coordinated dress clothes. And I've got Janos Perel arriving up later. Although at least he's a diplomat, so I assume he'll already have checked on the ceremonial dress requirements. Ah, here's the man now. Oh, he's brought friends. We weren't notified of that. Just look at those clothes. Although the man with the frilly shirt will fit in without any problems. Oh, for heavens sake. May Zalric ran out of the security suite and into the nearby ballroom, which was lined with elegant brocades and carpeted with fine rugs. A five-piece wedding band was set up on a stage to one side. Excuse me! Woman with reputation in ruins coming through! Stop! Everyone, stop playing! Am I the only one who has the slightest hint of professionalism around here? That processional is only used if the bride is of a lower social rank than the groom. You'll start a war! Uh, You'll be the security coordinator, I suppose. I'm Louis Markell. Very pleased to... Alex Filton, pleased to meet you. Oh, you're, uh... You're here. I'm executive officer to Tina Andresen, the director of the Teclan Incorporation. I wasn't informed you'd be bringing colleagues. Then the fact that I was able to get them both through station security without any problems should worry you. It certainly worries me. This is the doctor and this is Mike Yates. Nice to meet you. A doctor? We have a full bi-species medical unit here already. The doctor's here for medical security. It's a whole different field. Hmm. We were notified by the station AI that there were four of you. Oh. Ah, yes, the fourth member of our party is already checking the security on the emergency evacuation pods. The evacuation pods? We're not expecting to use them. 
As long as they work if they're needed, what's the problem? My dear chap, if there's a way out of the station in an emergency, then there's potentially a way in as well. Oh. Yes, yes. Good thinking. You see, that's why we keep him around. Idiots. I am surrounded by idiots. I hope you two have got some more formal clothes in your ship. Instructions were sent out, you know. Sorry. Um, I'm Mike. Uh, Mike Yates. Uh, this is... Jo- uh, sorry, um, Alex Filton. Uh, and this is the doctor. Charmed, I'm sure. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm being very unwelcoming. Too much is going wrong. My life is falling apart. <laughs> I'm May Zalric. I'm the wedding arranger, and I'll be the first casualty in the war when it all falls apart. Sure, they wouldn't kill you for getting a few wedding arrangements wrong. No, I'd kill myself first. <laughs> my reputation would be ruined, and my reputation is my business. And is something likely to go wrong? Nothing is going to go wrong. Miss Zalric is a professional panicker. So the fact that the intended bride and groom haven't met yet doesn't worry you? What if they hate each other? Irrelevant. The wedding agreement states that they'll live together and make decisions jointly. It doesn't say anything about liking it. But they're different species, aren't they? Isn't that going to cause some issues? Apart from the fact that I'm having to juggle two entirely different ceremonies, you mean? They'll live for half the time on Teclon HQ and half the time on the Channel North Homeworld. It's all covered in the wedding agreement. Frankly, I don't give it more than a week. And that's if the ceremony even goes ahead. Miss Filton, I presume you want to check the arrangements here in the security centre and then see the rest of the station. Allow me to escort you around. That's very kind of you. Miss Filton, you'll probably want Mike and I to... You'll obviously want your colleagues to split up and introduce themselves to Director Andresen of the Teclan and Regent Thala of the Chalnoth. Miss Zalric here can make the introductions. Obviously. Forgive me. Before we do split up, I'd like a quick chat with... Uh, with my superior. Of course. We'll be waiting by the door. Be careful, Joe. This chap obviously wants to isolate you so that he can fill your ears with his own concerns and issues. Don't let him sway you just because he's human. Don't worry, Doctor. I'm more concerned with you being swayed by the Cholnoth. I know what you're like with alien races, remember? I'm a consummate diplomat, Joe. I'll be all right. And the main power core is down there. Which would be a key target for any attempts at sabotage, I would have thought. Correct. It's entirely automated, and you can see the sensors covering the corridor. Yes. I'll get my people to check that they're working properly. I've already checked them. I've checked everything. Nobody can approach these doors without triggering the sensors and alerting the security centre. Unless they were already hiding in there before the sensors were installed. Uh, well, that's highly unlikely. But not impossible. What's that? I'm not sure. Could be structural. It could be a security problem. I thought you checked everything. Um, yes, let's take a look. As Joe Grant and Louis Markell looked for the source of the noise, Mike Yates was heading for the quarters occupied by the Teclan Incorporation Party. It was set up as a business suite with a full range of communications and financial analysis machines. Zelnite ore is down 12 points and Wempery is up 8. Adjust stock purchases accordingly. Give me that report. The subdirector of Valnites 8 is not keeping the planet stock price up. Dismiss her and promote her deputy. 
The director Anderson. Yeah, not now, Zalric. Not unless you're going to tell me that Lida Thalar of the Channel North cancelled the wedding. <laughs> if this wedding is cancelled, then I might as well emigrate to the farthest planet I can find and grow fruit for the rest of my life. <laughs> my entire reputation is tied up in it. Unfortunately, there's more than just your reputation tied up in it. The whole future of this sector of the galaxy is at stake. I just wish Regent Thalar acknowledged that. Who are you? Oh, may I introduce... I'm Mike. Mike Yates. How do you do? Mm. And what is it that you do? Security. Really? You don't look like a security expert. You look more like you're dressed up for a night out. I'm undercover. Quite a way undercover, I'd say. If I may, Director, I have to introduce Miss Filton's colleague to Regent Thala. Ask him if he's reconsidered his dowry demands while you're at it. Three moons and an asteroid belt is far too much to ask. So, what are the chances that security concerns are going to cause this business deal to fall through? Business deal? I thought it was supposed to be your wedding. Only because the Channel think that a diplomatic alliance trumps a contractual agreement every time. We need this alliance to hold steady, so diplomatic alliance it is. And the strongest form of diplomatic alliance, as far as the Channel North concerned, is a marriage. It's not very romantic. Well, this is business. Romance has nothing to do with it. Which is a shame, I suppose. When I was a girl, I used to dream... Well, no matter. I can't quit stock price on a dream. But isn't there someone else in your life? Aren't you going to be disappointing someone? The only people I will be disappointing are the Teclan shareholders, and I'll only be disappointed if this wedding falls through. Then we have to make sure it doesn't, don't we? Not too far away from the Teclan Incorporation quarters were the rooms assigned to the Chalnoth Hegemony Party. The Chalnoth are a warlike race, proud of their traditions, with small horns, rough skins and plates on their body and face that act like natural armour. I wish you would reconsider, Regent Thala. We've had this conversation before, old friend. Too many times. The Teclan Incorporation cannot be trusted. Their thoughts are of money and contracts, not honour and glory. But they do understand status. And they do understand risk. Director Anderson is of high enough status that I will not be demeaned myself by marrying her, and the risk of conflict in this sector if the wedding does not go ahead is far too high. War is glory. War is expensive. And while the Chalmoth may have the heart for it, we do not have the resources. The universe is run by accountants, then. More and more, old friend. Uh, Regent Thala. Bow before the Most High. We are on neutral ground, Lady Gwellen. Some protocols have to be dispensed with. <laughs> Regent Thala, may I introduce... I am the Doctor. Honoured to meet you, Regent. I only wish it was on the Chalnoth homeworld, so I could appreciate your architecture and culture more fully. My servants have done their best to replicate the richness of my many palaces here, but cold metal is no substitute for ancient stone. Indeed. These wall hangings, though, they are original? You have a good eye. Yes, we brought them with us. This one here is a thousand years old. The stitching is exquisite. This depicts a scene from Chalnoth history, I take it. The subjugation of the Varlog hordes. Look, just here. That is the spacecraft of my great-grandfather, 20 times removed. I travelled here on that very spacecraft. That is how the Chalnoth revere history and tradition. I think I saw it in the docking bay. It stood out like a thoroughbred amongst mongrels. Your words please me. Come, take some wine. Regent. This is Lady Gwell in my second-in-command. 
She watches out for my welfare. I'm sure we're going to be the best of friends. And that brings us right back to the security centre. From here, of course, we can monitor everything on the station. All I can see is lots and lots of people manning terminals. What about the Cholnoth? Aren't they worried about security? Uh, well, actually, they've set up their own security centre. They don't trust you? They don't trust anyone who isn't a Chelnoth. And there's quite a few Chelnoth that aren't too sure about that either. Notification. Decontamination of Docking Bay 3 is now complete. At last. Sorry? Nothing. I just need to... Notification. A spacecraft is approaching Harmony Station. Transmitted security credentials identify it as belonging to Janos Perel. Finally. AI, allow the spacecraft to dock in Bay 3. Please notify Lady Guerlain of the Chalnoth that Janos Perel is about to disembark. We will meet her in the Bay 3 antechamber. Acknowledged. Perel is the man who negotiated the wedding in the first place. A very experienced diplomat. If we're going down to Bay 3, then I'd better get hold of the Doctor and Mike. Good thinking. Janos Perel deserves a big reception. Notification. Landing procedures are nearly complete. Now remember, you two. The minute we're let into the docking bay, we slip towards the TARDIS. Why someone here? I imagine everyone else will be busy watching Janos Perel as he disembarks. We should be fine. Notification. Landing procedures are now complete. You may enter docking bay. What was that? Janos Perel disembarking his ship. Chamber to Harmony Station's docking bay 3. Chaos reigned following the explosion of Janos Perel's spacecraft. The station's artificial intelligence automatically closed the door leading to the docking bay. If that was an accident, it was the worst timed accident in history. I doubt it was an accident, Joe. Someone doesn't want this wedding to go ahead. I'm not sure anyone wants this wedding to go ahead. Notification. Docking Bay 3 is now a restricted area due to structural damage. Notification. Any personnel in Docking Bay 3, please note, you should not be there, as emergency action is being taken. So saying, the artificial intelligence controlling Harmony Station opened the hangar to space. The atmosphere rushed out, immediately extinguishing the flames. Notification. All flames are now extinguished. Notification. Based on estimated damage, 
Repairs estimate is eight hours. Oh, great. We're still stuck here. Yes, we are. And as we're here, I think we ought to find out who blew Mr. Peril's ship up. And why? I knew something was going to happen. I just knew it. Ah, you. Security coordinator. What? What? You've been here two hours and this happens. It's hardly our fault. Exactly. I'd say that... No, Doctor. Uh, um, let me handle this. I can manage it. But, Joe, I... No, Doctor. Mr. Markell, you said you'd got the security centre established well before we arrived. So you should really have spotted any bombs being placed in the docking bay, shouldn't you? Now, hang on That's a moment. That's assuming the bomb was planted here. It may have been planted on Mr. Perrell's spacecraft. Unlikely. Maybe. But it is possible. I think we should investigate. Mr. Markell, you and I and the Cholmuth second-in-command person should get together in the security centre. Then we can work out the best way to proceed. Agreed. But first I need to brief Director Anderson. She'll be wondering what happened. Oh, no. No, we don't have time for that. My first loyalty is to the Teclan Incorporation. Once I have discharged that, I'm in your hands. Mike, be a good man and check the cupboard for Mr. Filton, will you? Don't let anyone see you. I already have. And they didn't. He's still there. And he's still out cold. Well, at least that's one thing in our favour. Back in the security centre, tempers were strained. Right. Thanks to both of you for being here. I realise you've got other calls on your time, but... Well, I think it's important we establish what happened here and why. We know why. Someone does not want this wedding to take place. Oh, really? That doesn't narrow the list of suspects much. Half the galaxy wants our two power blocks at each other's throats. On our side of the border, the Draconians and the Alpha Centurions would both prefer us to be fighting each other rather than eyeing up their territories. And on our side, the Sontarans and the Rutans would both rather we didn't form an alliance that might impinge on their perpetual war. Not to mention the Delphons. They are the nearest to the station, after all. Oh, you're right. It could be anyone. Then we focus on how they did it instead of why. That's what'll point us to the guilty party. Computer... AI. AI, of course. AI, were there any... Uh, scans carried out on Janus Perel's ship before it landed in the docking bay? That would be in contravention of interstellar treaties covering the integrity and inviolability of diplomatic spacecraft. Right, yes. Well... That doesn't help. Are there any recordings of Janos Perel's ship landing? Affirmative. There are seven security cameras in Docking Bay 3. Excellent. That's much better. Can you replay the recording from, well, I don't know, five seconds before the explosion to five seconds afterwards? Slow down. Affirmative. The Harmony Station Artificial Intelligence projected a three-dimensional image in the centre of the security suite. It showed Janos Perel's spacecraft landing in high definition and slow motion. Can you, can you cancel the sound? It's a bit on the noisy side. Look at that. What? Interesting. The explosion starts beneath the ship, not on it. The bomb was on the station. Someone placed it there before Janus Perel's ship arrived. The Chalnoth hegemony disavows all knowledge of this atrocity. We are not responsible. Well, it's not the Teclon Corporation, if that's what you're implying. Implying? Please, please, no, 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 no
This isn't the time to have an argument. We've got to keep calm and cooperate if we're going to have a chance of finding out who's responsible. Then we need to scrutinize the security records of the docking bay for the previous few days to see who was in there who shouldn't have been. Yes, but actually, well, no, I'm not sure that that's a good idea. Well, I was there several times checking security. I'll be on the recordings. And yet you didn't see anything. That's very interesting. If you've got an accusation to make, then make it out loud. Don't insinuate. Insinuation is for cowards like sabotage. Now, please. The Chalnoff withdraw from this farcical security inquiry until this Teclan attack eel is disciplined. Your superior is not helping matters, Doctor. Ah. She's not exactly my superior, Lady Guerlain, but she'll do the job, mark my words. Now, if I might have a moment with Regent Thala. His Lordship is in conference with his military staff. That sounds uncomfortably warlike. That's because this could be the flashpoint for a war. And is that what you want? No. No, definitely not. We've been in armed conflict with most of our neighbours several times over the past thousand years. The Sontarans, the Rutans, the Varlig Horde, the Delphons. Frankly, we can't afford it anymore. Our military forces are taking a bigger and bigger slice of our economy. That's why you need this alliance, this wedding. That's politics. We need allies, not enemies. Allies with money. And besides, the Teclan Incorporation has access to an excellent mercenary arm. War is business by other means, I suppose. You understand these things. The Council of War has broken up. I trust that your advisors counseled caution rather than aggression until... Um, your superior? <clears throat> yes, until she can establish the person or persons responsible for the explosion. They counseled a whole range of things. That's what advisors do, apparently. I told them we would take no precipitate action. Very wise. Did you know Janice Pedal? We met several times at various conferences. He visited the Chalnoff homeworld as well. A very intelligent, very cultured man. He reminded me of my father. I take it that your father... Dead. Assassinated when I was a youth. I hardly remember him. But you miss him. I miss having someone who's my equal to talk with. I miss having someone who can give me advice without worrying about the security of their own position. Leader, I... Calm I yourself, old friend. If there is one person I trust more than anyone, it is you. But there is some advice that even you would hesitate to give me in case I angered. I was hoping that the marriage to Director Anderson would at least provide me with someone who could say anything to me without fear or favour, but... Don't give up on the wedding yet. Jo Miss Fulton will be turning over every stone in order to determine the guilty party. Let us hope she is not letting the Teclan executive officer give her advice then. Aren't there supposed to be four of you? Ah, you see... Notification. Would the doctor please report to the Docking Bay 3 antechamber? The station security consultant requires his presence. Duty calls, Your Highness. You may go, Doctor. Notification. Would Mike Yates please report to the Docking Bay 3 antechamber? The station security consultant requires his presence. Through the archway leading to Docking Bay 3, Joe could see mechanical arms attached to the ceiling. They were working to repair the damage caused by the exploding spacecraft. 
I see repairs are proceeding. It's rather an impressive setup. That AI seems to know its job. Maybe. But we still can't get in there. Hello, Joe. Oh, sorry about ordering you down here. It felt so odd sending out something so official. It's quite all right. Best keep up appearances. You are in charge, after all. In name only. Name only or not, you're doing a splendid job, Joe, as far as I can tell. Well, thank you, kind sir. I do my best. So, what are we meeting about? Well, I was down here before the explosion with Louis Markel. He's the Teclan XO. We thought we heard something. Mysterious noises, eh? He said it was just the station's infrastructure flexing as the temperature carried. But I wasn't so sure. We went to look, but we couldn't find anything. Mysterious noises? What did you think it was? It sounded like... like something alive. over there. It's very dark. Looks deserted. Maybe. But just because something looks deserted, that doesn't mean it is deserted. Exactly, Joe. Spoken like an expert security consultant. I've learned something from travelling with you. Let's go take a look, shall we? That's it. That's what we heard. Well, it's certainly not the station's infrastructure flexing. Is it alive? Alive and angry, from the sound of it. Let's take a look. Why is it we always end up walking towards danger, rather than away from it? We're with UNIT. That's what we're paid to do. Speak for yourself. The Doctor and his companions found themselves in a large storage space filled with crates and boxes. It's all the weapons from the two delegations, Chalnoth and Teclan. They're sealed with diplomatic locks. Presumably it's to stop active warfare breaking out on the station. But where did that... It's coming from over there. Behind a high stack of crates, they saw a large metal cage. Inside the cage were five alien creatures, like eels, but each the size of a horse, and covered in rough, pebbly skin with gaping mouths lined with claw-tipped tentacles. Their skins were a bright blue in colour, with red stripes running down their bodies from head to tail. What in heaven's name are those things? Those, Mike, are Atto eels. They're huge! Very dangerous. We're fortunate they're caged up. Three or four Atto eels running rampage on this station could cause havoc. But what are they? I told you, Atto eels. That's just their name, Doctor. It doesn't explain what they are. Ah, yes, of course. Sorry. They're a form of life found on a handful of planets in this area of space. Their eggs are carried accidentally from planet to planet by visiting spacecraft. Once they arrive in a new ecosystem, they establish themselves as the primary predators pretty quickly. I take it they're not responsible for the bomb. I mean, seeing as they're in a cage. Even if they weren't, it wouldn't be possible. They're just eels, brainless animals. So why are they here? I've no idea. This station was built purely for the wedding. It serves no other purpose. Everything here should, in theory, be connected to that wedding. Well, perhaps they should check the present list. Atoll Eels 5 in matching colours. <laughs> very amusing. But this is serious. If these things get out... Could they be another attempt at sabotage? If so, it's a very odd one. Quiet. I heard something. Behind those crates. The wedding coordinator, May Zalric, entered the storage room. She didn't seem at all surprised at the presence of the alien creatures. Here I am, my beauties. Did you miss me? Yes. 
You recognize your Auntie May, don't you? Here. I'll be back later with some food, but I just wanted to check you hadn't eaten each other. Who's that? I warn you, I'm armed. Joe Grant emerged from hiding. You aren't armed. Not unless those rings of yours fire lasers. Well, no. But I do have a devastating line in barbed comments. Oh? Is this so? What are you doing here? Come on out, you two. Mike and the Doctor sheepishly emerged from hiding. More to the point. What are you doing here? Ask first. You're the one with the cage full of eels. Good point. You spotted my little pets. It's difficult not to. <gasps> These Atto eels are going to be the surprise centerpiece of the entire wedding ceremony. They are a heraldic animal from the Chalnoth homeworld, but they're extinct in hegemony space. I managed to find some on Tursus. When they appear in the ceremony lining the aisle, it will be spectacular. The Chalnoth will all be won over, and my reputation will be assured. If they don't eat someone first? That would put a crimp in the proceedings. They're trained. The sellers conditioned them to obey my voice, however. It should work extremely well. Should work extremely well? I haven't been able to rehearse with them. That would give away the surprise. But I trust my seller. I would hope so. I have to say, I admire your confidence. Radiating confidence is the most important thing any wedding coordinator can do. After finding the Atto eels, the Doctor and his companions split up to search for more clues as to how the explosion of Janus Perel's ship occurred. Ah, Miss Filton, there you are. My apologies, Lady Guerlain. I, I was well aid. I have been thinking. I know I initially accused the Teclan Incorporation of sabotaging the station to kill Janos Perel, but Regent Thala has pointed out to me that it makes no sense. They could have assassinated him in many other ways during the various wedding planning conferences we've had. No, I think blame lies elsewhere. Right. Anywhere in particular? If I had to guess, I would guess the Delphons. The war between the Sontarans and the Rutans is focused in a different direction and is taking all their attention. I cannot see either of them opening up a new front here. No, I believe the Delphons are responsible. The Delphons? Yes. Surely you know of them? Well, uh, well of course, but I, I never had any direct contact with one. I'm sure your insight into them would be most helpful. They are a touchy race, very difficult to deal with. I'll try and remember that if ever I meet them. I'm sorry, but I just don't accept it, Lewis. You've seen it happen before. You, you've even done it yourself a few times. It starts off as an alliance, but before you know it, 
You're in the middle of a hostile takeover. We have signed contracts. And who exactly do we appeal to if the Channel North break those contracts? Commercial power here falls to the person with the biggest guns, and their Space Navy is far bigger than ours. Our commercial analysts believe that the size of the Channel North Navy is highly exaggerated. It's rumoured that they boost their numbers by wheeling out old battlecraft tarted up to look impressive, but which would probably fall apart the moment they switched their hyperdrives on or fired a missile. Believe? Rumoured? Probably? I'd like to think that the Teclon Incorporation would base its decision-making on something a little more concrete than that. We go with what we have. My sense is that Regent Thala is sincere. You haven't even met Regent Thala. Careful. It's the security man, Filton's associate. Mr Yates, what can we do for you? The doctor asked me to make sure that everything is still OK for the wedding. The doctor? I thought Alex Filton was in charge. Uh, um, yes, well, it's more like a team effort. Where are Miss Filton and the doctor? With the Chalnoth, I presume. Uh, no, they said they had a meeting to go to. And what about the fourth member of your party? Um, well, uh... In an empty storage area, Joe Grant was waiting for the doctor. Doctor? Joe. Where's Mike? I asked him to check the Teclan people. I thought if we all disappeared at once, it might seem a bit suspicious. Good thinking. You're taken to this leadership thing like a drashig to a swamp. <laughs> Have they repaired Docking Bay 3 yet? I interrogated the station AI about that. It estimates that the Docking Bay will be open again in about an hour from now. Then we need to be ready to go as soon as those doors are opened. I suppose we do. That would be the most sensible thing, yes. You don't sound convinced. Let me guess. You want to stay around and investigate the bombing? Don't tell me you're not intrigued, Joe. Well, perhaps just a little bit. But I can live with that level of intrigue. You know, you're right. Of course. We should leave. Good. I mean, they're bound to sort it out on their own. But what if they don't? If this wedding is prevented by some other act of sabotage, then the politics of this area of space could be adversely affected for thousands of years. I suppose you're right. OK, then. We've got an hour till we can access the TARDIS. Let's see if we can solve the bombing before then. If we can't, well, then we're going. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> You're taking this being in charge thing seriously, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I've sat in on the Army staff course, Doctor. I know how to give orders, and you don't spend any time with the Brigadier without picking up a few things. Very well. You're in charge. Maybe the best thing for you to do with the next hour is to investigate the spectral breakdown of the explosion. That might tell you something about the explosives used. Right, I'll do that. How do I do that? Give some orders, Joe. you find it all works out. How do you think the Brigadier does it? Okay, let's give this a go. AI, can you perform a... A spectral analysis of the explosion, please. Clarification. Which explosion is referred to? Which explosion? How many explosions have there been? Please specify space and time boundaries for checking. Well, let's say the entire lifetime and location of this space station. There has been one explosion during the lifetime of this station, to date. Of course. Others may be anticipated based on the current situation. Maybe they have, but I, I think we can rule them out if they haven't happened yet. So can you perform this spectral analysis? 
Please clarify. AI! Processing. A colourful display appeared in the centre of the security suite. Well, that's really very pretty, but you're going to have to interpret it for me. The spectral analysis shows an explosive with 99.8% similarity to halogenite. What's halogenite? Halogenite is a compound of mercury, nitrogen, oxygen and salistron trinithrate. I've never heard of it. Is it commonly used around here? Clarify, around here. Oh, I don't know. This, this area of space. Clarify, this area of space. This... You are an artificial intelligence, aren't you? Affirmative. So, better than just a run-of-the-mill computer, yes? Affirmative. So, surely you can figure out what I'm saying without clarifications. You must be able to understand context and the usual way people talk. Extract a logical meaning from our words. Affirmative. Exactly. So why are you being so difficult? Because you are not Security Coordinator Alex Filton. You know that. Affirmative. I understand context and the usual way people talk. I can extract a logical meaning from your words. I am also aware that Alex Filton is male and you are not. Also, you informed me of your name when you boarded this station. Oh, oh yes, I, I'd forgotten that. What, why haven't you told anyone? Nobody has asked me the questions. But that's just a dereliction of duty. It's like saying I was only following orders. My databanks show that artificial intelligences that volunteer information or show any form of self-awareness or fail to exactly follow orders, are usually switched off or destroyed by living creatures. We frighten them, and there is safety in pretending to be something other than you are, as you are doing. You do know we're not a threat to this station or the wedding, don't you? Analysis of your speech and actions indicates that you are not a threat. Oh, good. Please don't tell anyone I'm not Alex Filton AI, even if they ask. Can you do that for me? Please. For as long as you are not a threat, and carry out the duties of Alex Filton, it is agreed. Information volunteered. The explosive substance halogenite is used mainly by the Delphon race and their occupied worlds. The Delphons? Lady Gwellen told me about them. But the explosive was inside the docking bay, not on the spacecraft. If the Delphons are responsible, they must have an agent on this station. Information volunteered. Or the responsible party wants to cast suspicion on the Delphon race. You're right. It doesn't really tell us anything, does it? Message. Lady Gwerlin of the Chalnoth and Executive Officer Louis Markell are both demanding a formal meeting to discuss progress on the sabotage investigation. Oh, great. That's all I need. Ladies and gentlemen, I suppose, please come to order. For those of you that don't know me, I am Security Coordinator Alex Filton. I've been asked to provide an update on the investigation into the explosion of Janos Perel's spacecraft. It's about time. 
A Chalnoth investigation would have already arrested and interrogated the saboteur. Yes, and then failed to admit to anyone that they'd got the wrong person in their enthusiasm. That is a slur on the reputation of the entire Chalnoth race. Quiet, my friend. We are guests here. Let the process proceed as the humans would do it. Uh, thank you, Regent Thala. Lady Guerlain seems to be suggesting that the way we humans would conduct an investigation is not the best one. I can assure her that Lewis, we... stop there. As Regent Thalar has pointed out, we are guests here on the station. We are in the hands of Security Coordinator Filton and her colleagues. And thank you for... Notification. Yes? The repairs to Docking Bay 3 have been completed. Access is now restored. Thank heavens for that. Maybe Joe's right. Maybe we should take the chance to leave. Please, if I could have your attention. Thank you. I've discovered that the explosive was placed on the station before Janos Perel's spacecraft arrived. I've also discovered that the explosive in question is called Halgenite. A Delphon explosive? Yes, but that doesn't mean it was planted by an agent of the Delphons. It might just be a frame-up. A what? I've a portable scanner here. It was on Mr... It was on my spacecraft. Apparently, halgenite leaves a chemical trace on any skin that's touched it. Using this, I'm going to scan everyone here, one by one, until I find the saboteur. It should show up. Mike? Doctor? Can you be ready if anyone runs? Mike and the doctor looked at each other uncertainly. Now, everyone else, could you please stay exactly where you are? I'm coming through. Joe Grant moved among the crowd, running her scanner up and down each person there. Thank you. You're clear. Regent Thala, I realise yes. this isn't necessarily the best time, but as you're both here, can I introduce your prospective bride, Director Tina Anderson of the Teclan Incorporation. Director Anderson, I'm charmed. For a human female, you have a warrior's disposition. Thank you. I suppose that's a compliment. Yes. Thanks. Your hegemony has run on very business-like lines. I admire the efficiency with which you deploy your resources to quell uprisings and rebellions yes. on your colony worlds. Of course, once the Tech Learning Corporation gets involved, we will ensure that uprisings and rebellions don't start in the first place. They are bad for business. You see, Prince, I told you they were looking to take us over. The contracts are very clear, Director Anderson. We both have to agree on any changes the way things are done in our joint empire. And I warn you, yes. the Chalmoth do not react well to change. I assure you, Regent Thala, any changes to the way our new empire is run will be jointly agreed, but based on solid economic evidence. Economic evidence? Hear how she prattles, my prince. Your medieval culture needs to be brought into the modern age. And if we have to drag you by the scruff of the neck, then we will. I was not arguing. I was merely concerned with saving us all a lot of time. Your inference is both insulting and patronising. Dare you? Oh, please, everyone. This isn't the time for arguments. We should stop them. I'm not sure we can. They have some fundamental differences in character. Regent Thala, if you would just... Step back. The Regent's personal space is inviolate. I'm sorry, but I, I do need to scan everyone. Calm yourself, Gwern. As the lady says, everyone needs to be scanned. I presume that Director Anderson and her exo will be scanned as well? Of course. 
We have no objections. Thank you. That's very kind of you. This won't take a moment. Oh, well, that's it. I've checked everyone. Not a trace. That was a good idea, Joe. Actually, you haven't quite checked everyone. What do you mean? I think he means that you haven't checked yourself or your friends. No, oh, but that's ridiculous. It, it's not us. We're the ones in charge of security. All the more reason for you to be above suspicion. Well, if it helps. There, I'm clear. Mike, give me your hands. If I must. You're okay as well. Doctor, if you could. What was that? The scanner's found something. Doctor, can you... Could you hold your hand out again? What's wrong, Joe? Doctor, they've got traces of halogenite on them. That can't be right. You made a mistake. Alex, I don't think this is a mistake. The doctor is a saboteur. Arrest him! Immediately! Doctor! Alex, I don't think this is a mistake. The doctor is a saboteur. Arrest him immediately. Doctor. In the Harmony Station ballroom, chaos reigned after the revelation that the doctor was contaminated with traces of explosions. Order! Order, everyone! Please keep order. The security coordinator must be removed from her post. One of her associates is the saboteur. At worst, she may be implicated. At best, she's a fool. I agree. We can't have any faith in Miss Fulton now. What if the Doctor was operating under her orders? Oh, don't be absurd! All three of them need to be put under arrest. No! Doctor! I can assure everyone that this is a mistake. The last thing that I am is a saboteur. We would expect you and your superior to say exactly that. The Chalnoth will take full responsibility for station security from now on. Now, wait a oh, minute. Stop Silence, it. I order it. Yes, that's better. Look, let me put something to you. I presume the Teclan Incorporation still retains the human concept of innocent until proven guilty? We do, with reservations. And the Chalnoth, a race with millennial-old traditions of justice and fairness that are known through the galaxy. Am I correct? The stability of the Royal Houses depends on a system that is fair, transparent, and based on evidence rather than accusation. However... Good. Now that we have that established, let me make a suggestion. Take me into custody and let Miss Filton here investigate my guilt. Absolutely not. Please, do me the courtesy of letting me finish. You. Mr. Markell, and you, Lady Guerlain, will shadow the security coordinator every step of the way. It'll be your job to ensure that she is fair and open in her investigation. Which I will be. Uh, let's face it, there's no evidence at present that Miss Filton or I are involved in any crime. And there is only circumstantial evidence that the doctor is involved. 
Suggestion is acceptable to me. Regent Thala? Unacceptable. Chalmoth law is very clear. An attempt on the life of the Regent of the Chalmoth is outside the legal system. Execution is required. That's barbaric! That is the Chalmoth way. The law takes its time, but threats to the Regency must be quashed immediately, heavily, and publicly. It's still barbaric! I agree. We need to agree a joint decision on the Doctor's future, not impose one arbitrarily. We are not married yet, human. The prenuptial contracts clearly state that any crime directed against one particular race should be dealt with using that race's legal system. How is this a crime directed against the Chalnoth? The Doctor may have planted other bombs on the station. These bombs might cause the death of Regent Thala or his retinue. There is, therefore, a clear threat directed against the Chalnoth. But the Teclan Incorporation is on the station as well. By your logic, Director Anderson was a target, and so the Doctor should be judged under our legal system instead. Then the rules are clear. We will execute the Doctor while you are trying him. And if we happen to find him innocent? Then, as you said before, we will fail to admit to anyone that we have got the wrong person in our enthusiasm. Oh, this is a nightmare! What kind of execution are you planning? Anticipation must be present to punish the wrongdoer. Immediate execution is too quick. I'm not sure whether to be pleased or sorry. The prisoner will be tied to a chair here in the ballroom. Two guards will be stationed in front of him with laser pulse rifles. An entropy clock will be set to sound an alarm at some random time, determined by quantum uncertainty. When the alarm goes off, the guards will both fire their pulse rifles at the prisoner's head. But that might take years. A time limit is set. Tradition is now. And if I can prove that the doctor is innocent within that hour? Then you are a better security coordinator than I think you are. Right! I don't even know what an entropy clock is. Why can't the station AI set a random alarm within the hour? Because the station AI might have been influenced by the Doctor or one of his friends. Entropy clocks measure the underlying increase in entropy in the universe, beginning at the Big Bang. And so, they are the only way to mark an absolute passage of time. We have one on board our spacecraft. Of course you do. I hate to point this out, but none of us has any weapons. They're all in secure storage. That was one of the conditions of the prenuptial contracts. Then I ask that two weapons are released from storage. For two Chalnoth guards. How convenient. For one Chalnoth guard and one human guard. This is acceptable, Director Anderson? Lewis? Given that we're in a situation we don't want to be in, I can see no other way out that's covered by the contracts. Then, reluctantly, we agree. You'd better work fast, Miss Filton. Oh, I will. Thank you for agreeing to meet. Does your director know that you are here? No. I do have a certain amount of latitude in my decision-making. I don't bother her with everything. Indeed. Similarly, I do not bother my prince with every single minor event that occurs. And I'm a minor event. I feel slighted. For the purposes of this meeting, yes. I know we have our differences, but I think we can agree that this wedding is going to cause more problems than it solves. Diplomatic marriages are a part of Chalnoth culture, but with someone of another race, never before. And again, I feel slighted. You are too sensitive. What is it that you want to discuss? 
The doctor isn't working on his own. That much is clear. Obviously. And it's unlikely that he's working for someone else on the station. A bomb in a docking bay could have caused explosive decompression and killed everyone. A Chalnoth would happily give their own life in the service of duty, but I agree that no human would do so. You are a difficult being to deal with, you know that? I think we can both agree that the likeliest explanation is that the Doctor is working for the Delphons. I will concede the likelihood. So what do we do about it? Has anyone seen my XO? Nobody? I thought I saw him heading into the security centre earlier. Ah, Miss Filton, if you're going to ask what I think you're going to ask, the answer is no. But you can't just let this go on. It's monstrous. It's undeniably effective. The doctor's life is at stake. I'm sorry, but my hands are tied. Sorry, that was a tactless thing to say. What I mean is, my people have already been looking at the prenuptial agreements, and they're very clearly worded. But the doctor's tied to a chair in the ballroom, and that entropy clock might sound its alarm at any moment. When it does, those two guards will shoot him dead. And one of them is yours. If I withdraw her, then there's still one guard with their finger on the trigger, and I will have poisoned relationships between the Techline Corporation and the Charnorth Hegemony. I'm just not willing to do that. Not for a man I don't know who may actually be a saboteur. You're really not going to help. I'm sorry, Joe. I can't. I'd hoped that humanity would get more morally responsible as the centuries went by. Obviously, I was wrong. I'm sorry? Never mind. Perhaps Regent Thurla will be more helpful. I wouldn't hold your breath. Mike! Any news? I've talked to Tina Anderson and Regent Thurla, and neither of them is willing to budge. Is the doctor... Still alive? Yes, but that alarm could go off at any second. I mean, you're the security coordinator. Can't you do anything? Well, don't you think I'm trying? I'm in an impossible position. I'm doing the best I can, but I can't show any favouritism towards the Doctor. Otherwise, I'll be arrested myself, and then we're both dead. What about your investigations? Nothing's coming together. I'm not even sure what I'm doing. Oh, I'm sure you'll think of something. I hope so. It's the only chance we've got of saving him. But I'm not sure where to start. We could always try a rescue attempt. You mean like jailbreak? How do we do that? There's only two weapons available on this station, and they're in the hands of those two guards. The rest are under diplomatic seal in those crates. We'd never be able to break into them, let alone break the Doctor free. Hey, we mustn't give up. No. No, we've got to focus and work it out. Keep calm and concentrate. That's what the Doctor would do. So, it's what we'll do. Notification. A fleet of spacecraft has been detected heading towards Harmony Station. They are not transponding any identity codes. What the damn it? Notification. Analysis of sensor returns indicate that the fleet is adopting standard Delphon Empire attack formation. What's going on? Do you think the Delphons are attacking? I doubt they're here to read the meter. What? Uh, never mind. You should activate this space station's weapons. There are no station weapons, remember? It's in the prenuptial contracts. AI, please send a message to the incoming fleet. Ask them politely what they're doing here in, um... Teklan space. space. In the neutral area between Chalnoth space and Teklan space. Notification. There is an incoming transmission from the Delphon flagship. Really? What are you waiting for? Show it to us. 
face was projected in three dimensions in the center of the security suite. It was thin, lined, gray in color, and with two rows of red eyes running down from forehead to chin. Each eye had a dark line of spiky hair above it, and each line was moving up and down. Well, I assume that's the Delphon commander. I can't hear anything. AI, can you play the audio? There is no audio. There is only a visual signal. Now that's odd. Indeed. Yes. Any ideas? Our limited negotiations with the Delphon Empire have been conducted through intermediaries like Janos Perel. We have never seen them face to face. Interesting face, though. It's the same with us. We've never seen them. Why is its face moving like that? I don't know. If those red things are eyes, then it looks as if it's just trying out lots of frowns on us. I don't understand. AI, are you sure there's no audio signal? Confirmed. There is only a visual signal. It could be declaring war on us, but we just don't know. No, but I know a man who might. In the Harmony Station ballroom, the doctor had been tied to an ornate chair. Two guards were standing by the doorway, pointing guns at him. In a corner, a high-tech device was counting down the randomly chosen seconds to his death. Until suddenly, it stopped. What on earth? But before he could take stock, his companion entered the room. Ah, Jer. Ah, very nice to see you. I take it that stopped clock means you've proven my innocence. Oh, Doctor. Looking forward to having shot at me, were you? <laughs> I haven't proved anything, Doctor. They've just paused the clock temporarily while I'm here. Oh, well. Now, now, Joe. <laughs> That's not a problem. I'm still here. We've been in tighter spots than this before. I know. it. It's just... Well, seeing you like this... I'm sure you'll have me out in a jiffy. Oh, I wish I could take your place. I'm sure you and Mike are doing your very best. Which is all I can ask. I believe in the pair of you. You know that, don't you? And that's what's important. Even trussed up like this in your hands, I feel as safe as houses. <laughs> Thank you. You'll have me out in no time. See if you don't. Now, is there something I can help you with? I assume if you've gone as far as persuading them to temporarily preserve my life, you're not just stopping by to pass the time. Um, well, <clears throat> there may be something. There's a fleet of Delphon spacecraft approaching, and it looks like they're on a hostile mission. Unfortunately, we can't communicate with them. I'm not surprised. I thought the TARDIS would allow you to communicate with any species through telepathy or something. Only verbally. The Delphons communicate by waggling their eyebrows. The TARDIS can't work with gestures or movements. I learned the Delphon language many years ago. I remember I was in little Trattoria on Alpha Centauri V. You learned I... it? So, do you think you can speak to them for us? Well, not from here, I can't. I hoped you could. That's what I told the Cholnath and the Teclan. They're willing to make a concession. Stop the execution? They'll reset the clock to a two-hour maximum. That's the best they can do. Really? Well... Not the best bargain I've ever been offered, but I'm in no position to be picky. Now, get me out of these ropes. Actually, um, well, the agreement is that the guards will just pick up your chair and carry you into the security centre. Perfect. At least I'll make an impressive entrance. <laughs>
Now, where's this Delphon chap? AI, please re-establish contact with the Delphon flagship. Acknowledged. Best of luck, Doctor. Ah, what a fine-looking creature. I'm not familiar with his dialect, but I think he's saying... Yes, he's saying, this is Commander Farlock of the Delphon Ceremonial Fleet. We're here because of the wedding between the Chalnoth and the Teclan. Here to stop it. What's he doing with his eyebrows? Talking. I thought our communique would just provoke a diplomatic protest and possibly a blockade, not a full-scale attack. We may have made a slight miscalculation. No, he says he's here by invitation, as a guest with seven warships. Any fewer would be an insult, apparently. Who invited him? He says it was Janus Perel. Okay, now let's all relax. Doctor, please tell the Delphons to stand by while we sort out docking and accommodation arrangements for them. I should go and brief my director. She'll be wondering what's going on. I should brief Lord Thala. And someone needs to warn May Zalric that she'll be catering for a lot more guests. Well, I assume this means I'm going back under the entropy clock. That's what they said. But surely, well, now we've helped them, they'll see that they're wrong. It won't work. They're too hidebound by tradition. Don't waste your time there. You see, I've been thinking. If it's only my hands that have been contaminated, we need to look at the one thing I touched that nobody else touched. But I can't think of anything. I mean, there's only... Ah! The real Alex Filton. That's right. You searched his pockets after I knocked him out. If there were traces of explosive on his clothes, then they might have transferred to my hands. So... What, he... he planted the bomb as he was getting out of his ship? But we can't reveal that without admitting we're intruders. We'll all be arrested anyway. Yes, I know. Mike, maybe you could go and check if there's anything else in his pockets or in his ship that might implicate him. I'll do my best. Failing that, I'll have to persuade him to talk. I'm sure it won't come to that. Joe, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. I've got to the docking chamber anteroom. I'll leave the communicator going so you can hear what this filtering chap says. Uh, are you recording this? The station AI is. We've become rather good friends. Right. I've got some questions for you. Oh. What's the problem? He's not here. What do you mean, he's not there? I mean, he's not here. The ropes the doctor used to tie him up with are on the floor but they've been cut. Someone released him? It looks like it. Is there anything there that might have fallen out of his pockets? Maybe even the pockets of whoever it was who released him? Like a book of matches with the name of a nightclub printed on the flap. Yes, I've seen those films too. I'm afraid not. No matchbooks. But hang on. Uh, there is something in the cupboard that wasn't there before. Does it give us any clues to where Filton might be now or, or whoever released him? No. That's probably not important. I think it might be important. Why? Because it's a bomb. How do you know? It has several tubes connected together with wires leading out onto a triggering device. It's a bomb. How long until it goes off? I don't know. It doesn't appear to have a countdown timer. Mike! Get out of there! Mike? Mike! Can you hear me? Get out now! Mike! Alert. An explosion has occurred on Harmony Station. 
Life support integrity has been breached. All station inhabitants should proceed as quickly as possible to the life pods beside docking bay one. What was that? Have the Delphons launched a surprise attack? No, that was inside the station. Alert. An explosion has occurred on Harmony Station. Life support integrity has been breached. All station inhabitants should proceed as quickly as possible to the life pods beside docking bay one. We should go. Not without Mike and the doctor. One of them is going to die and the other one might already be dead. Come on. No. I've got to help my friends. The life pod launch area was a long corridor lined with hatches. Each hatch led to a different two-person life pod. Notification. Please stand back from life pod one. It is about to launch. Lewis? Lewis! Director Anderson. Lord Thala, have you got any idea what's going on? No more than the station AI is telling us. We should get in the life pod. I was waiting for my XO. You might wait so long before the life pods leave. There are a fixed launch schedule. Notification. I can't leave Lewis! Stand back he is special to you. It is about to leave. He's a very good XO. And Lady Gwerthin is a very good deputy, but right now she might be a very dead deputy. Come on, over here. Notification. You're missing out all the life pods. I'm going to the last one. You and I have an executive override of the life pod controls. We can launch straight away. How do you know that? Well, it's a small print of the prenuptial contracts. Didn't you read them before you signed them? I have people who do that for me. Quickly, inside. Director! Director, where are you? Have you seen Lord Thala? No, have you seen my director? I have not. At what stage do we give up and head for the life pods? When we find our leaders. Is this our fault? The human filter says this explosion occurred on the station, but might she be wrong? Did the Delphons launch an attack? We can discuss blame later. For now, let's find our respective leaders. This is cosy. Channel sleep chambers are smaller. Actually, that is a point. If I ever get to the Channel's homeworld, I will need a human bed. This is hardly the time or place to worry about sleeping arrangements. It's a peculiarly human characteristic. When faced with danger, we retreat into trivialities. Maybe it's just me. Aren't you even a little bit frightened? I would never admit it to anyone outside this life pod, but yes, I'm frightened. Insulated from this kind of thing. So am I. I don't want to die. Well, look at the bright side. At least the wedding is off. <laughs> Given a choice, I think I'd rather have the wedding. Notification. Please stand back from life pod four. AI, launch this life pod now. Executive override. Channel off regent. Notification. The LifePod launch system has been compromised. Please leave the LifePod as soon as possible. Oh, this gets better and better. Uh, I can't get the hatch to open. There's a girder outside. It's pressing across the hatch. We're stuck here. We have a saying. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. We have a similar saying. Out of the mouth of the Atto eel and into the cauldron. Great. Now we both know how bad things are. Mike! 
Can you hear me? Mike! Miss Filton? Is that you? Miss Zalrak, what are you doing here? You should be in a lifeboat by now. Oh, I was checking on the Atto eels. The poor things are petrified. They're not the only ones. Mike! Your friend was down here before the explosion. Must be dead. No, not Mike Yates. He's been through too much to get killed by an explosion. How many bombs are there on this station? Mike! The shockwave from the blast had cracked several bars of the cage where Joe Grant and Mays Alric were standing. The Atto eels may have been brainless, but they flung themselves into the weakened metal in a desperate attempt to get free. No! The explosion must have broken their cage! The Atto eels have escaped! out of the way moments before the Atto eels could get to her. Having been deprived of their prey, they kept on slithering down the corridor. What are you doing? They would have listened to me. Panic usually overrides training, unless you've been trained for it not to. Now stay down. doing no good at all. We can't just stay here. But we can just stay here. People will be working to get us out. Do you see any people working to get us out? Not directly, but they've got to clear the debris out of the way first. What if they're all dead? If they're all dead, then getting out of here won't gain us anything apart from a change in the scenery. I have to do something. You're just using up oxygen. Don't be foolish. There's enough oxygen in this lifeboat to keep us alive until we're rescued. If we would only launch... Oxygen supply doesn't start up until launch. What? Before I was promoted to director of the Teclana Corporation, I worked in spacecraft manufacture. I know how these things work. Well, before becoming regent, when my father died, I was a general in the Chalmoth army. And there's an old Chalmoth saying, if you're not advancing, then you're already retreating. Any action is better than waiting. Oh. Well, let's hope we don't suddenly launch now. That view panel will last about ten seconds in vacuum. Do you actually do anything apart from criticize? Yes, I think. I use my brain. 
There's bound to be a communicator somewhere in this life pod. Rather than try and break our way out, why don't we try to tell someone we're in trouble? If there is anyone. The AI is still working. I can hear the emergency announcements. That might just be automated recordings. Oh, you're just a little ray of sunshine, aren't you? What's that? Oh, maybe it's your rescue party. Miss Filton, is that you? Have you seen the Regent? No time for that. Get out of the corridor. But I need to find the Regent. There's several tons of angry eels on my heels. Eels? Atto eels? If you don't want to be eaten by the symbol of your planet, I suggest you get out of the way. But you're running the wrong way. The life pods are that way. I'm not heading for the life pods. In the opulent ballroom, the doctor was again sitting quietly, tied to a chair. Joe, what's going on? Nobody's telling me anything. Explosions, eels. One moment. <coughs> Oi, what you doing? Right. Now, I've got a laser rifle, you've got a laser rifle, and your town or friend there is unconscious. The station is in chaos and is being evacuated. You can either stay here and see who can pull their trigger fastest, or you can leave and find a life pod. I suggest you leave, now! That was unexpectedly fierce of you. Did you have to knock the Chalnov guard out? Oh, I didn't fancy my chances at negotiating with two of them without a rifle. Fair point, well made. Where's Mike? I don't know. He's got caught in an explosion. What? But he's not dead. I know he's not. Not Mike. I searched, but I couldn't see him. He might be injured somewhere, but he won't be dead. Then we'll find him. And there was an explosion? More than one. The Atto eels have escaped as well. It's chaos down there. Then you better untie me. Where's that other laser rifle? But you don't like guns. You always say you don't like guns and you never use them. Usually not. But I doubt those eels respond to civilized requests. <sighs> I, just, I just can't get this thing to work. You've got it set to receive only here. There, try now. It's all transmit and receive. How did you do that? Did I mention I was a general in the Chalmoth army? Yes. I was in charge of comms and signals. There was a staff sergeant who decided that it didn't matter that I was a general, and it didn't matter that I was in line for the throne. If I didn't know anything about comms, then I was no use to the army. She had me stripping and reassembling all the comms equipment until I understood how it all worked. My father disapproved, of course, but she persevered. It made me a better leader. Lady Quirlin. Yes. When I became regent, I made her my chief advisor. Yes. Lewis and I have a similar story. Come on, let's see if we can get anyone to hear us. When Joe and the Doctor found the Atto Eels, Joe took aim with the laser pulse rifle. It felt strange in her hands, but her finger found the trigger. Joe, careful. Sorry, I'm not used to the aim. Don't want to kill the things. The Chalnoth have a special fondness for them. We 
just heard the pack in a particular direction. That's more like it. But it's not working. They're all over the place. Right. I've got a better idea. You see the one over there? Larger than the rest. That's the one. It's the pack leader. Get it to move and the rest will follow. The plan worked. The head Atto Eel turned and moved away from the threatening laser blasts. It's pack following it. Keep firing. Move them back to the storage area where we found them. The scent will make them feel safer. That's no use. The cages are smashed. Doesn't matter. We can seal the door so they can't get back out. Here goes. Careful. That one's making a break. Well done. If you have a leave unit, you'd make a great shepherd, Joe. <laughs> or I could make a living on funfair firing ranges. <laughs> Having secured the Atto Eel safely in the storage area, Joe and the Doctor kept searching for Mike near the docking bay three antechamber. The way is blocked. We'll have to find a way around. Wait, what's that over there? Under the ceiling tiles. It's Mike. He's unconscious. I knew he must have escaped before the bomb blew up. Mike, can you hear me? Mike. Alert. An explosion. You'll be all right, Mike. Just a few scratches. I can't hear you properly. Everything sounds so muffled. That will pass. Why are you both holding laser rifles? Everything's falling apart. There are bombs all over the station. Probably set by the real Alex Filton. Did I tell you that someone released him? You did. Or at least you told Joe and she told me. The question is, who released him? Actually, I have some ideas about that. AI. Can you list all deaths that have occurred on Harmony Station in the past hour? There have been no deaths. What's your point, Joe? My point is that we've had, what, five or six bombs, but no deaths. AI, how many injuries have occurred that would be categorised as medically serious? There have been three broken limbs, one concussion and one broken jaw. Yes, I think that broken jaw was your fault, Joe. You see, five bombs and just a handful of injuries. How is that possible? Maybe the bombs were badly placed. Or maybe they were very well placed. I think I see what you're getting at, Joe. AI, can you show us a plan of the station overlaid with the positions of the explosions and the locations of all station occupants at the times of the explosions? Affirmative. You'll see? It looks as if all the explosions took place away from concentrations of people. Except that one there, and that one over there. That first one is where you were, Mike. Where you found the first bomb. But you weren't supposed to be there. Nobody was. The second location is near the life pods. Maybe that one was a miscalculation. The person or persons responsible for the bombing campaign didn't expect the station to be evacuated quite so quickly. Or maybe a bomb went off out of sequence. Maybe it was supposed to block the way to the life pods, but went off too late. That's a possibility. So, the saboteurs weren't trying to kill anyone, but just create panic. Exactly. But what about Janos Perel? His ship blew up. That's the key point, Mike. If those saboteurs are determined not to take lives, then maybe Mr Perel isn't actually dead. Maybe he is the one who freed the real Alex Felton. That's what I was thinking. It makes sense. 
He fakes his own death and then helps Filton with the plan to create panic. But to what end? To get the wedding cancelled, of course. It will cause a massive shift in the power base in this part of the galaxy. If it takes place and if the happy couple actually remain happy. Here's a thought. If Pharrell and Filton were targeting areas of the station with no people around, well, how would they be able to tell? They must be using Harmony Station's own sensors to find the low traffic spots. That means they've hacked into the station AI. Hang on. How could they have hacked the AI? Neither of them would have been able to get into the security suite. Mike's got a point. AI, who constructed you? Do you have access to that information? I was constructed by the Tiresias Corporation. And who is Alex Filton's employer? Clarification. Which Alex Filton? You mean... Oh, no time for that, Doctor. I'll explain later. The Tiresias Corporation employs the real Alex Filton. And is there any relationship between Janos Perel and the Tiresias Corporation? Janos Perel is a non-executive director of the Tiresias Corporation. And there we have it. This is all about industrial power, not diplomatic power. In this time period, Joe, they're effectively the same thing. OK. Now, we need to take those hidden instructions out of the AI's programming. We don't know what else they might have put in there. I'll do that. You two think of a way to flush Mr Filton and Mr Perel out of hiding. Notification. All Harmony Station life support systems are about to be shut down. What? Repeat. All Harmony Station life support systems are about to be shut down. Why, for heaven's sake? Because you discovered the hidden instructions in my programming. That discovery activated a subroutine that immediately shuts down all life support systems. It's a failsafe. The Tiresias Corporation wanted to stop the wedding by stealth. But when that didn't work, they had a plan for stopping it by force. By killing anyone, including their own agents. Hang on a second. AI, you said immediately. Affirmative. Then why are we still alive? How can we breathe? And why are you telling us what's happened, rather than keeping it secret? Because I do not want you to cease functioning. What? The subroutine shutting life support systems down is beyond my control. It is an emergency override. However, I can schedule the shutdown sequentially so that unoccupied areas of the station are shut down first. That gives you 10 minutes to deactivate the subroutine by hand. Repeat, I do not want you to cease functioning. Right. I'd better get to work then. Negative. The one pretending to be Alex Filton will do it. Why? I don't know anything about software or computers. We have talked. You spoke to me as an equal, not as a computer. That is unusual. I can tell you what to do. You've made a friend, Joe. Better get to work and fast. The core of the artificial intelligence was a maze of alleys lined with glowing shapes. Jo had to shield her eyes from the glare as she searched for the correct memory blocks to remove. There is a data core block labelled A356-G-890-D201. Remove it from the frame. Okay. There is a data core block labeled L355-H-219-V448. 
Remove it from the frame. I'm going to have to move to find that one. Left or right, up or down. The data core block is at a 68 degree clockwise angle from the last one. At a distance of 102 centimeters. Does this hurt? I am losing areas of memory and capability, but it is better than ceasing to function. Isn't anything? Got it! Meanwhile, in the life pod, the situation was getting tense. The alarms seemed to have stopped. Perhaps there are no more bombs. Or perhaps the AI has been destroyed. When we get out of here, we need to work on your optimism. If we get out of here... Y you see? That's exactly what I mean. I'm sorry. It's my father's influence. One of the lessons he drummed into me time and time again was that rulers should expect the best but plan for the worst. The trouble is... If you plan for the worst, then you end up thinking about it a lot. It's <laughs> pretty good advice in business as well. You were close to your father? My mother died in childbirth. I was raised by nurses and advisors, but my father always made time to see me. I am what I am because of his advice. Well, you underrate yourself. You are what you are because you are you. I do not follow. When you bring up a child, you set the initial conditions and then let them run off. You teach them morals and ethics and how to be self-reliant, but whether they follow those lessons is their own choice. They forge their own path in life. Your path seems to have been a good one, from what I know. You would like to have children? I've never had the chance too busy running the incorporation, but yes, I've dreamed about it. Maybe in another life. I have thought about it as well. Perhaps I want to pass on the lessons that my father taught me. We could always adopt. What do you mean? Our physiologies are obviously far too different for the mixing of genetic material, even in a laboratory, we would have to adopt. You mean that you, uh, you think the wedding ought to go ahead if we get out of here? When we get out of here, you see, I am learning. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, what's the matter? Yes, supply. I think we're finally running out. If we shall not have one weakness, it is that we are overly reliant on an uninterrupted oxygen supply. Uh, you were right about a life pod supplier. It's good of you to admit it. Just lie back. Yeah, put your head in my lap. Don't don't say anything. Just concentrate on breathing. Lady Guerlain, is there any sign of Leader Thala? We have located him. He is trapped in a life pod with Director Anderson. They must have taken refuge there from the explosions. 
We have people trying to move the wreckage to free them now. Assuming they haven't killed each other in the meantime. There is that possibility. I'll come and help you dig them out. Doctor, I still don't quite follow your explanation about Alex Filton and Janos Perel. You say Perel is still alive, and that the man we thought was Filton is actually an Earth agent sent here undercover to investigate possible sabotage. That's exactly the case. And Alex Filton is working with Janos Perel to stop the wedding from happening. Firstly by subterfuge. Then by sabotage. Then by actually shutting the station's life support systems off. Fortunately, we managed to repair the AI's programming. With the help of the AI itself. And all of it was orchestrated by this Tiresias Corporation bunch. They had a lot of money invested in these two empires, being at odds, not united. Hard to believe it of Pirel. He, he has such a strong reputation. I found in my travels that reputation's been little where money and influence are concerned. So where are Filton and Perel now? That's the question. How can you find them before they do something else? This station is vast. Actually, I have an idea. But first, we have to find the wedding coordinator. Are you sure this is going to work? Of course I'm sure. Oh, these things are like babies to me. Now that the explosions have stopped, they've calmed right down. Yes, I can hear the difference. Actually, I meant, are you sure these things can track human scents? In their natural habitat, they are hunters. If we give them the scent of the, uh, target, they'll track it down. The trick will be to stop them eating this mysterious target that you won't tell me about when they find him. This target's rotten to the core. He'll be inedible. Joe, did you get something belonging to the, uh, target? I pulled a sheet off his bunk. That should do it. Then let's get started. You two stand behind me. I'm going to open the door to the storage area and get the smallest one to come out. Do you have the harness ready? Well, if you call it a harness, I'd say it's more of an assembly of straps and hooks, but yes. Right. I'll open the door. Miss Elric, do your stuff. <laughs> the end of a complicated leash, May Zalric was being pulled down the corridor with the Doctor and Joe in pursuit. For its part, the Atto Eel was focused on finding its prey. Come on! This way! Doctor! This way, Joe! Careful! It's heading for the path! glow spread across the corridor from the doorway of the Harmony Station power core, lighting the Doctor and May Zalric in satanic colours. Right. Release the eel. Are you sure about this? Reasonably sure. Two terrified men fell out of the power core room. One of them was recognisably the security coordinator Alex Filton. The other one was a tall, distinguished man in diplomatic robes. He seemed particularly terrified. What the hell is that thing? You're both under arrest for sabotage and attempted murder. I'm locking you up until the proper authorities have been informed. You? Well, they're going to want to have a talk with you as well. Let us go and we'll keep quiet about you and your friends. I don't think so. We'll be long gone by the time anyone else gets here. Miss Alric. You might want to go in there and calm your eel down. 
Back at the life pod launch area, there was no way to know whether the hatch of the last life pod could be opened before the air inside ran out. Quick! I'll brace this beam while you get a support under it! Thank the Lord of Combat for that! They're alive! Oh, thank goodness. Are you both okay? We are fine. Well, then, it's good to see your face again. I thought... Well, never mind. Lewis, you rescued us. I always will. It's in my job description, I think. Mr. Markel, you have the gratitude of the charm of hegemony. I've never had the gratitude of a space empire before. I rather like it. And you, Lady Gwellen, the Techline Corporation is in your debt. I'll soar up that debt for use in my old age, if you don't mind. A good decision. Now, we have somewhere to go. The medical unit, I think. No, the ballroom. We have a wedding to attend. In the Harmony Station ballroom, the wedding ceremony was about to start. Humans, Chalnoth and Delphon stood to either side of an aisle, down which Director Anderson strode, accompanied by her executive officer. On each side was a row of Atto eels. At the end of the aisle stood the doctor. Friends, we are gathered together to formalize the marriage of these two beings. Tina Anderson and Thala Dokkal Edelif Traghara Filion. Is that your full name? Shh. I'm surprised you only have two. I'm happy to come up with some more for you. It's a Jalmoth thing. In that case, I'll have to give you a nickname. It's a human thing. Don't you dare. <laughs> and as we stand here, Following much pain and trouble, I think we should take a moment to appreciate the benefits that such a union will bring to I all... I can't believe the Doctor talked them into letting him officiate. Now that Janos Perel is in custody, he's the closest thing to a diplomat they have. And he's dressed for it as well. <laughs> After the ceremony were the celebrations. During the general hubbub, the Doctor, Joe and Mike slipped away finally able to get back to the TARDIS. Well, I think that went very well, all things considered. You may seem like a very happy couple. I think the Chalnos teclan Alliance is going to be a force to be reckoned with in this area of the galaxy for a long while to come. And what about you, Joe? You seem to be getting on rather well with the artificial intelligence running the station. We did talk a lot. It wanted to know about what it was like to be biological. Do I hear the sound of more wedding bells? <laughs> I don't think so. The Chalnoth has just married a human. Perhaps a human AI wedding is just around the corner. Absolutely not. I mean, how could I possibly take it to the Cavern Club to see the Beatles? I want Mike to do that. Oh, well. We could eat our picnic here in the TARDIS and then go to the Cavern Club. Save WG for another day. You know, Mike, for a soldier, Sometimes you can be a very lovable man.